Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. I hope you're doing well. Today, we have the Bella Twins on the show today. Jenna and I got to be a guest on their podcast a while back, but we finally have them on Mama Said. They are talking all about being pregnant at the same time, especially during Corona. And we talk about them growing up as twins and feeling compared all the time and how they were very different individuals um, and kind of the trials and tribulations through all of that. Um, But before we get to that, we must recognize that support for today's episode comes from Progressive Insurance. Fun fact, Progressive customers qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up for Progressive Auto Insurance. Discounts for things like enrolling in automatic payments, insuring more than one car, going paperless, and of course, being a safe driver. Plus, customers who bundle their auto with home or add renter's insurance save an average of 12% on their auto. There are so many ways to save when you switch. And once you're a customer with Progressive, you get unmatched claim service with 24-7 support online or by phone. It's no wonder why more than 20 million drivers trust Progressive and why they've recently climbed to the third largest auto insurer in the country. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. Auto insurance from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Home and renter's insurance not available in all states, provided and serviced by affiliated and third-party insurers. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I am Jamie. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna. I forgot my name for a second. (laughs) Well, that's that's par for the course right now. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said from Home. We are so excited about our guest today. Uh, We were guests on their podcast. Was it like a year ago already? I think so. Okay. So we were a guest on none other than Nikki and Brie Bella of the Bella's Podcast podcast, and we fell in love with them, and we were so grateful to talk to them about motherhood, um, and just we all got, got along really well, an honest, beautiful conversation, but now they are joining us, and they are both pregnant together. These twin beautiful women are pregnant with babies. They were just telling us a week and a half apart due, which was so amazing, so let's just Stop me talking and welcome Nikki and Bree to the podcast. <laughs> oh, right. they, finally, we got to reconnect again. I know. Oh, I know. We've been trying to do this for a while, but it worked out yeah. perfectly. Of course, it's over Zoom. I feel like everything's over Zoom now. That's, everything. It's so crazy, right? Yeah. With just everything going on. It but, is. You know, I, I'm saying like, I'm very impressed with the way the world has pivoted, like people have pivoted their business, things like that. I mean, really quickly, I'm very inspired and, and appreciative of that um, because we're all able to keep doing what we need to be doing, you know? Right. Oh my gosh. I actually, I so agree. It's, it gives you hope um, because I feel like we could be in such a worse place, but it mm-hmm. does like how everyone is adjusting and adapting. You just, it makes you so hopeful, 
which is what we need right now. Yeah. And I actually feel like I'm connecting more with conversations and people on Zoom because even like with my lawyer, we're on Zoom and we're staring at each other talking where usually I'd have him on speaker and maybe get distracted. (laughs) Now I'm like, oh, that's what you mean. And now I really- Like that's what you look like. (laughs) And by the way, not only are you guys like, making children and you also have birdie but you also have a book that's out incomparable right and then also total bellas is on e airing right now so you guys have a lot going on oh i mean quarantine for us Bree and i both have been saying that it's gone by so fast and we started probably a few weeks before everyone because since we are pregnant yeah um, we when we just kind of got word of everything we're like uh we should probably just kind of go in hiding we're pregnant. We don't know yet if we're at high risk. Mm-hmm. So, but because the show went on air and we went on air earlier because everyone was in quarantine, oh. we did so much like media and stuff from the home. And instead of going and doing, you know, your three day press tour, um, it just went over a few weeks. Everyone was a different day. And when well, it was like Total Bella's media, then it then was like straight. the following week, it was then the book media. The book right. Media. And so we've been, and then running three companies as well during a pandemic. No, so no big deal. No big right. deal. <laughs> we've been like morning till night. We'll look at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, we are so exhausted. I thought I would be doing so many more um, like pregnancy rituals, like making Artem drench me in oil at night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that doesn't happen. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to do all these things and I haven't done one. You still got a few weeks left. That is true. I told, I mean, I was telling Artem this yesterday. I go, Artem, we got to get a routine where we got to get back on pregnancy meditation and reading books. (laughs) We haven't read anything, but maybe five chapters. You guys don't need them. I did not read a single book when I was there. Oh, Oh, by the way, you've got an expert right there who recently just went through it. So, right. And she has been using me. I do. I use her on the daily. Good. Nice. She's free. Doesn't charge me. (laughs) Start charging, to be honest. I feel bad because I think I bug her at times. You don't. Because my placenta is at the front. And so. Wait, what is that called? Placenta previa? Yes. I had that too. You did, Jenny? Mm hmm. Yeah. So did you have trouble at times, like feeling like the kicks, like some days you'd feel kicks? Yes. Those a few days. Yes. And I always would panic. I would get so uncomfortable with the fact that I wasn't feeling him move because there were days where he was super active and I felt him all day. And then there would feel like there was like two days that would go by and I hardly felt anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been me and it's so difficult and I'll, always go to Brie like are you sure I mean you're fine and I feel the flutters but um and I'm just so in love with all the kicks that (sighs) someone I don't get him for a few days but yeah poor Brie what with placenta if it is placenta previa what if people are wondering what that is I mean obviously the placenta is blocking something so you can't feel something (laughs) what what is it exactly and what happens when you go into labor with placenta Previa, if that's what you have. So you had it also with Birdie, right? So I know what do they call it? Anterior. Mm-hmm. So instead of like like it's on the front, I think right. it's anterior, right? Um, and thank goodness if it's at the top, you're fine. If it's at the bottom, that's when it's an issue because of it, you know, covers where the cervix is mm-hmm. and all that. 
So I'm lucky mine's on the top. The only thing yeah. that's just unfortunate about it is they just tell you you don't feel your baby as much. Because right. Yeah. And every time with Birdie, I'd go in for an ultrasound. She would just hide her face behind the placenta because where I was at, and I was always like, come on. And then she'd give me a couple little face shots, but they'd be quick. But really, yeah. she'd just, like, hide. And I was always like, oh, my gosh, everyone always gets the cutest ultrasounds. And I never did, ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I did either. She was just making you wait. Right. She right. Was. How is she? Totally. <laughs> oh, it is. Right. There you go. How is she? Is she so excited about the fact that not only is she getting um, a baby of her own, but then a baby from you, Nikki? Yeah. yeah. She actually is so excited. It's really cute because I, I feel like for Birdie, it's just normal to her that both mama and dodo are pregnant at the same time when she right. realized it's so bizarre but she just loves hitting our bellies and she just you know will go baby 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 Aww. and i think she's gonna be a great big sister she's a little bossy like definitely when they say three-year-olds turn into teenagers i see it birdie yeah. just turned three and i'm like oh my gosh she's like <laughs> a teenager but um, she's so excited she is like she always wants to come over to my house so she was with me today without Bree. And she was looking through the nursery and she saw three pairs of baby shoes. So she goes, oh, one's for your baby, one's for mama's baby, and one's for my baby. Oh. And I literally just, I literally just let her take two pairs of baby shoes home because when Bree tried to tell her to leave them, she was like, but what about our babies? Oh. And it's really cute. Like she just talks about we all are having babies. Mm-hmm. That is so weird. Hey, can we talk about, can we go back to you guys getting pregnant? like a week and a half apart. I, I just need to hear how that happened with twins and explain. So, you know, it's crazy because I just, so Brian and I were trying for a baby for eight months, couldn't get pregnant. And then I kind of just realized that I just really wanted one kid. And I was just kind of like, I think how crazy my life is and just how Brian is always on the road every week. It just felt to me like, you know what? Our life is just meant to be a parent to one. We have it figured out with Birdie. I have a traveling nanny. It all made sense. So we just stopped trying. We were like, good with that. And then I do remember the night I wasn't safe, but for me, I was like, okay, I just don't get, it wasn't easy with Bird. It just doesn't happen for me one night. And we were in France, like um, looking to get in business and the wine business there. And I remember feeling off and I was like, holy crap, these are pregnancy symptoms. But I'm like, there's no way. So then I come home and I'm like, I already passed my period like four or five days. And I'm like, okay, I got to take a pregnancy test. So I take one positive. I'm like, what? And I, and I was happy too. Like it was shocking to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But at the same time, I did get overwhelmed with excitement because I was like, we did want this and yes. it just didn't work. So maybe that's what kind of made me feel like I didn't want it. But then this one, well, what was crazy was two days later, I started feeling like pregnancy symptoms, but I'm just like, no, it's cause Brie just shocked me and told me she was pregnant. <laughs> it was the twin thing. Like yeah. She was feeling my pain. Right. So- I just remember being in yoga, like I just kept getting visions of pregnancy tests and I'm like, does this mean I need to go take one? And like, Literally a month before this, I was at the doctor. I had so much blood testing done. They found out I had PCOS. 
that I had no estrogen in my body. I mainly had, and maybe it was two months before that. Yeah. Yeah. Two months. Mm -hmm. Um, that I had all like testosterone. And so they told me like, I literally was going to start the egg freezing process. Cause they told me like the day you want to get pregnant, you're probably going to need help. Like you're going to need to be put on medication. Wow. So I'll admit there was two nights where I wasn't safe because I was like, well, it's yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to trust the doctors. I mean, right? Right. and then I, when I was like, well, whatever, I'll just take the test, even though I know I can't be pregnant. There's just no way. <laughs> when I saw a positive, and I wasn't even, was I maybe one day late? Or not you even. Were early. It was I an was early, early test. So I freaked out. I told Artem, I went to Brie, but I was like, Brie, I don't want to tell anyone until I know I'm actually a few days late on my period. Right. So I waited a week, took the test again, and it was positive. And I'm like, what the, how is this even possible? And I, we, Artem and I just got engaged. So I yeah. like, babies were not on my mind. I was already kind of freaking out about, you know, just falling in love so fast and getting engaged. Yeah. Um, and it's been incredible. And then though, when I went to the doctor and then she went to the doctor, then when we found out how close we were. Because I'm July 27th, Nicole's August 6th. Yeah. Oh my God. So you guys could deliver on the same day. Yeah. Oh Yeah. We could deliver in the same day. And we feel like we're now carrying twins, even though we have individuals. Right. Oh. Different wounds. They're like soulmates. You're carrying soulmates. And so I was like, Brie, we may go and labor the same day because they're doing this all together for some reason. We have the same symptoms. This is like a, this is like a movie. This is like a, a, an amazing romantic comedy movie that I want to buy tickets for already. Honestly, this is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It, we honestly, that. like I told Nicole, I, I'll admit I was really embarrassed at first. She was, I was, I Why? was I like her. She I, was like angry. Twins. Everything we do is together. And I was like, everyone's going to think we planned this and we didn't. And it's just, I just thought like maybe the media was going to handle it. But everyone's been so great. And I got over, I think also it's like the, you know, the hormones were a little crazy. Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> and I was irritated. But Brian and I want to have a surprise. So we're not going to find out the gender. So oh, that's the best. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought with Birdie, I needed to know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, okay, with this one, let's just do it all the opposite. And we have. Oh, oh my God. I mean, the results are literally sitting in my email box. They have been since. <sighs> 12. I was trying to let her let me click and just be like, I won't tell you. Yeah. I just need to know. But, um, and then Nicole will find out June so, 11th. June 11th, it's the season finale, Total Bellas. And yeah. so when we, when Artem and I were discussing about a gender reveal and finding out, and we knew like they wanted us to put it on TV, I was like, no one has surprises anymore in TV, especially reality. Because, you know, with social media, like you just yeah. have a season. And so I was like, let's just do something special for our viewers. And let's do it for the season finale. Because we had to wait so long to find out. And it was such a buildup. But then it was so exciting when we did the countdown that I was like, this is going to be fun for our viewers too. So I think it's in four Thursdays. Yeah. <gasps> I can't wait to watch. Yeah. And we did such a fun theme. It, it ended up being so 
cool and beautiful. It was so cute. I remember we were doing the countdown and I almost wanted to say, stop, stop, because I was getting so nervous and I wasn't ready and I felt like- It was oh such my, a buildup. It was a buildup. Yeah. See, I did a gender reveal, reveal for our second. My first, they told me when I was in the sonogram, the woman said it by accident. She's like, there's his penis. I was like, oh, okay, okay. It's a boy. Oh my goodness. But I didn't say like, don't tell me. So oh. the second one, we did a gender reveal. And I just, like, obviously I know it's going to be a boy or a girl, but just that moment when you find out, it literally brought me to my knees. Like, it was just, like, such a – and especially to be doing it, like, with my little boy next to me and, like, finding out all together, it was so amazing. Oh, it's such a special thing God. that you're sharing with people to do that. Yeah, thank it you. I, it's, yeah, it was – it is. It's, like, emotional. It's crazy. Oh. And the fun part about – Filming it was both of their reactions, like yeah. my mom's reaction, my re- <laughs> no. everyone's reaction. Everyone's reaction. Because you never really get to see everyone's reaction at the same time when you're at a gender reveal. So it's cool that, you know, Total Bell is filming it. You really see like everyone and what they felt in that moment. Yeah. And you guys, I feel like, have the best fans. Jenna and I talk about it. Like your, your fans are so crazy loyal. So like for you to share this with them has to mean the world to them. Totally. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because we love the Bella Army so much. Like they're the reasons why we are where we're at today. Mm-hmm. But every time we go into pre-production, we always think about what should we give them? And like sometimes when people have asked us like, don't you feel like you guys should keep some things like closed? I'm like, but I've taken them on this journey. And I always think about them when I want to hold something back. I'm like, but what can they take away from it? Or they would want to be a part of it. We do always think about them for everything. We do. It's funny because when we decided to write the book, which gosh, it was two and a half years ago, it took us yeah. two and a half years to write the book. But people were like, you guys are on reality television and have been the last seven years. What else do you have to share? And <laughs> were like, we haven't shared our childhood. And like, right. we got to WWE. And then, you know, with a lot of like stuff, you just keep private. And we're sure. like, I think it's time that the Bella Army hears all of it, but also like the stories that Nicole and I kind of thought we'd never tell. And so um, we just kind of felt like it was time for the Bella Army to understand that because we started to see how many youth follow us. And like, just, it's hard when you're young. Like you just, you just, life is really hard and we wanted them to know it was hard for us when and you can overcome yeah. anything. And it's such a filtered life. Like, I mean, social, social media, media the yeah. app, it makes me feel bad for the youth. It makes me feel bad for the moms because I, yeah. and I'm like, are we supposed to look like that? Are we supposed to be this way with our kids? It's just sometimes so not real life. Absolutely. No. And that's well, what I really wanted to showcase. Well, that. it's brave and wonderful that you did that. And that brings us to our topic for today, kind of. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the importance of not comparing your kids. I think something obviously you ladies know a lot about. So we'll be right back. Top performers in business and sports and working their butt off mamas often attribute their success to their morning routine, whether it's waking up early, setting your goals for the day, exercise, or meditation. But not everyone has the time to do it all. And with Hydrant, you can jumpstart your mornings. Hydrant created a refreshing electrolyte power that you mix directly into your water to efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. Whether you're drinking Hydrant first thing in the morning to start your day off on the right foot, before a workout, 
or any other time throughout the day, you will feel the difference of being fully hydrated. Each rapid hydration mix has a precise brand of electrolytes that help your body hydrate quickly and stay hydrated all day. And hydrate hydrant, excuse me, is backed by research. The formula was developed by an Oxford scientist to provide perfectly balanced, efficient hydration. There's no synthetic colors, stevia, or artificial sweeteners. The formula is vegan, and you can choose between three different flavors or a variety pack. And for 25% off your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com slash mama or enter promo code mama at checkout. That's drinkhydrant.com slash mama and enter promo code mama for 25 percent off your first order drinkhydrant.com slash mama and enter promo code mama i literally cannot say enough amazing things about Lacroix. uh i'm obsessed with sparkling water my husband is obsessed with sparkling anything together we have formed this deep deep obsession uh with Lacroix sparkling water do not call it Lacroix because it is Lacroix, I promise you. And there are 27 delicious flavors. And oh my God, there's a new one called Limoncello and it is to die for, you guys. I'm not kidding. It is also kosher and non-GMO and it's Whole30 approved and environmentally friendly. Uh, the cans are sustainable and recyclable and they're the first on the market to be produced without the BPA liner. So you guys, enjoy it yourself. It's so perfect for the summer and for parties and whatever you want to do this summer. Um, it's available nationwide and for a full list of retailers, visit LaCroixWater.com. Also, you can find them on social at LaCroixWater. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. <laughs> and our topic today, again, is importance of not comparing your kids. Um, so, Jenna and I will throw to you, ladies. What was your experience like that? Did you feel like you were constantly being com- compared as twins? I mean, you I mean, you're literally look the same. You're, you know, you're on the same track for everything. It must be, have been really hard. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because we're 36 years old and because we're twins, we still get compared. Like, we're not clones, we're individuals, even though we're twins. And, you know, at a very young age, what we noticed is that, like, for example, my sister was so good at sports at an early age. Like, my parents definitely recognized she was an athlete, all that. I was into dancing and drawing and just more the artsy one mm-hmm. as my parents saw how what a great athlete she was they wanted me to they made me quit everything and just join soccer to do what she was because it was like <laughs> twins they need to do it and it was actually in my youth always a struggle for me because I realized I was doing the soccer more for my parents to make mm-hmm. them happy when all I wanted to do was play music and draw and dance and every time I kind of voice that, they're like, no, 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 you're athletic. Like you need to, you and your sister are both athletic. You need to do this. And it was just like, Nicole and I constantly, it was like, okay, we'd be both great soccer players, but then all of a sudden they'd, people would start nitpicking. Well, who's better? And this and that, but they wouldn't do it to a lot of other people. And we lived that life every day. Right. And I think even as parents, they forget sometimes. And I know one day I'll say we, just not right. Yet, but- Um, that, you know, every kid, they have this different soul and personality and they might not be like you. They might be like your mom or maybe your, your grandma. And I I guess, cause we lived it, we knew it, that you have to treat each kid, not of what you want in life or like the older brother or sister, just as the individual, because it's really hard when you compare, um, for Brie and I, I always felt 
more bad for Brie because she was always compared more to me. Like, mm-hmm. well, if Nicole's doing this, like Brie needs to be doing it. And I just would see her struggle and it would make me feel bad because I knew all she really wanted to do was have guitar lessons while I was at soccer, but mm-hmm. instead she was on the field with me just daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it, it would just always make me feel bad as we grew up. And I, I noticed that it never really ended till we got into college when she could really express who she was and who I was. And then we started WWE and got thrown right back into being clones um, until the reality show, we really got to express our individualities again in right. the public eye. I mean, it even came to our features. It's like every day of our life, people will come up to us, <sighs> you guys twins? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, no, you're not. Your nose looks like that. And your lips are like that. And this. And we're like, wow, you just <laughs> picked us apart. Yeah. You know? Quick question. Did you guys ever talk about this with your parents? I'm sure you've covered this, but, but do you bring it up to them and say, or breed do you ever say how it hurt you or I did finally I mean I did it in my adult life like over wine right, right. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like I never brought it up in my youth and I think too because I I always wanted to please them and I think that's a big thing kids want to do is please their parents yeah instead of like their parents trying to please what the kids should be doing um so I think I kind of just carried that with me until I was an adult and I was kind of like mom like listen I asked Santa for a guitar. I got a guitar. And then when I asked for the lessons, you guys pretty much told me to like, screw off. Like, no. Godheads play the guitars. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and, and she did, I will say my mom, like, there's stuff she regrets about that. Cause she's like, I did always see that side, but I also saw this athletic side. And I just wanted you to go into that. And in her head, she was thinking scholarships, you know? Right. Well, so, as parents, you know, they always mean well. Right. But, why, I mean, something kind of you said, Nikki, that I think Jen and I talk about a lot on here and everybody pretty much feels this way when you become a parent is you realize that you just end up becoming kind of better versions of your parents and you remember the things that you didn't like and you really make a conscious effort to not do those things. But with the understanding that our parents were just doing the best that they could, like you said, your mom was just thinking that she was setting you up for the best chances of scholarships and things like that, you know. And I try to remind myself of that now when I know I'm probably fucking something up that I'm just doing the best I can. And, you know, this is my first time being a parent too. Totally. And I think it's scary for a parent, like especially my parents who never knew anything about the arts or anything. I think it was scary for them to kind of support that because they didn't know it because they were athletes growing up. So it was almost like an unknown world for them. Like, do we have our daughter explore that when we don't know anything about it? But I think as parents, we have to allow our kids to take that leap of faith and we take it with them. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I've seen a lot of times, and especially growing up, where I did see kids where their natural talents were, but they were never given a chance to explore them because it wasn't in their parents' nature. And it's like, if parents allowed it, they'd probably see like, their kids not getting into trouble because they're doing something they were in in love with or just kind of exploring passions and right. And I feel like it's a lot different now too, because a lot of us are waiting till we're older to have kids. Like our parents were barely 19 years old. So they were still trying to grow up. Yeah. Raise kids and they were kids. And I feel like now, I mean, I'm going to be 37 in November and I'll have a newborn and I'm a first time mom. So I think my, I look at things so different and I definitely, mm-hmm. it's funny because I'll tell Artem already, like, 
okay, these are the things like I went through that I do not want my child to go through. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that I want my child to have that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. And so it is crazy because you learn and immediately you just think of everything you want to provide them of everything you wanted. But I just am going to make sure that my child has all the tools to be who he or she wants to be, you know, because I just support that so much, whether it's the guitar player, <laughs> yeah, the player. Right. And that's why it was important when Nicole and I were thinking of a title for our book, we were like, what's something that's just been our whole lives and it's just being compared. But our biggest message in the book is that even though we're both strong women and we're twins, we both have different stories, how we got there. Like we don't have the same story. And we wanted people to understand that, that you look at us, we have the same careers, um, everything about us seems the same, but yet we had so many different stories we went through to give us strength, to give us courage mm. and bravery. And that's what we wanted people to finally recognize. Yeah. You can't fight who you're meant to be. That's what I realized in life. We nope. try to be someone that we want to be or what other people want us to be. And you just can't fight it. Like your soul just shines through so much in the end. You're so right. I mean, I had, I've had those types of like moments in my adult life, even as being a mom where like, I thought, do I want to kind of step away from the business and just be a mom? And I tried it for a little while and I started getting depressed and I had like a visceral, like, aha, like almost like I couldn't breathe moment where I was like, no, there is so much more to me that I have to honor. And you know, whether you find it early in life or later in life, you're absolutely right. Like you can't stifle that because it really kills your spirit and you feel it. You feel it physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything. And I always say that when the, it was weird, the first thing I said to both my kids when they were born and, you know, right after you give birth, you're like, it's like the highest high you could ever, you can't buy that type of drug. And they put that baby on your chest and all I kept saying to both of them was, who are you? Who are you? Because it's all I felt. Like I was just so excited about that moment of finding them out. And I think that our real job as parents is to just give them a moral compass, teach them to be kind. But other than that, just like you're saying, support them and let them like figure out who they are and just know that you'll be there behind them as they do. And you guys are amazing, amazing people that you already know that. that. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. But it is so, so true. true. It's so true. <laughs> I hope more moms and dads see that because, gosh, I feel like when you have that mindset with your child, it just, you'll see them blossom in ways you never thought. Yeah. How are you guys doing in quarantine? How, how are you with Birdie and what's been going on with just keeping her busy and keeping, how is it being pregnant with a kid in quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say it's a little chaotic and I'll, I'm actually grateful. I'm not homeschooling. I feel like even though I'm in the toddler stage and like you're, I'm trying to come up with all these different activities and just keep her brain stimulated and creative. I'm still not having to homeschool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been fun, like arts and crafts. And Same with yeah. me. I'm not doing, I, I'm not doing the zooms. I gave up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, they're like, let's do Zoom dance class. Let's do Zoom this. And I was just. Not when they're little. Yeah. I'm like, I yeah, can teach art. off, but I'll have art and teacher dance. Yeah. We want to do arts and crafts there. So yeah. I didn't get into any of that, but you know, my husband still has to travel with WWE. So the hard part that got, I'm so blessed. Nicole and Artem are my, are my next door neighbor, but um, it's a little like loneliness because you do right 
how much like having your spouse helped, mm-hmm. you know? especially being super pregnant. Like when seven o'clock rolls around, I'm kind of like, whoa, tired. But you know, you got to do your mommy duty, and I have to make sure too. Like I don't want to cut corners. Read her the same amount of books we always do. do yeah, all that fun stuff. So it's been exhausting, but because of Nicole, um, it's been really nice too. Yeah, and Artem, like we play, we play with her. I more than ever have made sure to be so attentive to Birdie because she yeah. does have siblings or she doesn't get the play dates anymore mm-hmm. so I'm like like you're her best friend you're her yeah, play date. you need to go play house or whatever it is she wants like they got in like a, a toddler rap battle we got yesterday. in a toddler rap battle I'm like <sighs> we gotta do this again and you need to film it because it was yes I've never been in a rap battle like this with like weird sounds she was doing monkey things at me what? For like a good almost 10 minutes right yeah like I mean, my also- throat hurt I had to look oh. in the room because I'm like, I hear like, Brie, like, monkey, wookie, 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 and it goes like, <laughs> and then they kept going back and forth. Like, but and we would try to rhyme each other's end, and at three, she would do it, even if she made up a word. That's so and, awesome. And word, oh, yeah. It was so amazing. Well, that's when, like, you wish there was a Nest camera in that room. Honestly. Honestly. Because I told I Brie, the, I was, I filmed the very end, but I missed yeah. like the good but, stuff. But. I mean, when Birdie was the one who started doing like, then the monkey was, but looking at me doing like a monkey thing. <laughs> and I like, was like crying, laughing. But and I just kept end going. It. She ended it. She got you. She did get Because me. we were she playing a uh, farmer's market before that. So she, we were buying produce from her and she mm-hmm. was <laughs> And she literally looked at her stand and she goes, bye buy the fruit and the vegetables she's like looked at nicole goes, like, now you gotta pay or something yeah. and i was like and oh my god like, she you won. got me you got me wow <laughs> compete damn i she's love like, it by the way that was probably so stimulating for her brain like more than like anything you could imagine oh i know well, and you know what else we found out that she loves and she's just it's so fun to watch her is the drive-through car wash oh yeah so we started doing that twice a week. Oh, my yeah. car, my car's gonna have zero paint. So yes, Nikki was with me the whole time um, through my twenty-two hour labor with Birdie. Like she never took a break. Her and Brian were like rock mm. so exhausting. And <laughs> I always was like, if Nicole ever gets pregnant, I'm being in the room too. Now we're in a position where Nicole is going back and forth whether she's going to have her baby in Los Angeles or Phoenix. She's not sure yet. She really does want to have it here, but she's already set up in LA. Right. I was like, Nicole, I want to be in the room with you. And I want Wait, to- what about COVID though? I forgot about that. Oh, you know what? And that's, that's been another issue because it was, Oh yeah. They probably actually in the beginning. It was like at first, like no one, then there's, um, you can have your significant other. Right, right. No family's allowed in the waiting room, and that's where it's at right now. Yeah. And so, but insurances are even being really weird because I even tried to look in to see maybe if I can be in Arizona just to be by family, even if they can't be yeah. there. And they're just like, as of now, like it's been a back and forth, forth conversation. It wasn't an immediate yes. It's like we have to look into this. We don't know. You're already here. And it's kind of been a nightmare. And so it's like, and we're literally a week and a half apart. So it's not like we can even drive right. to see each other or be right. there. And it bums me out because 
all I've, I would love for Brie to be in there. Like Brie and yeah. You guys could switch it to home births. Yeah, honestly. Know, right? We could. I'm for it. Um, natural. What was, how many hours did you do natural before they made you do an epidural? 10 hours. And I just remember being like, I'm never, well, I mean, I did that day. I was like, I'm never having kids. <laughs> um, I was like, Nicole I'm stared at my vagina the whole time. I took so. the leg and I don't know why I took the leg. I thought, cause they always make it like the guy faints and it's because he can't handle yeah. it. I'm like, I'll take it. No, it's way worse for a woman, especially a woman who's never had kids because what I saw happened down there. I can never <laughs> not see that. It doesn't even look like a vagina anymore. It no. just becomes another, it's, it's, a, a, it's a, it's a cave that's just taken over. That's yeah. not a body. It's when a strange doctor, looking crater. Yeah. When the doctor put her hands in and started yanking it to stretching it out. I, well, the worst for me was is I was mind blown. I was crowning. I was crowning, but then had to have an emergency C-section. Oh. Fully open. So I got the vagina. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Three hours open. straight. That is not fair. Look. Yeah. You got a double whammy. I had a double she whammy. She did. The nurse oh. was like. <laughs> then when I moved her to her hospital bed, um, when they moved her, like, over and her legs, like, opened up, and I totally looked down, and I was like, what is that in between those legs? <laughs> was it not a vagina? It's still like stuff is like coming out of there for like a day, just like at least dripping out of there. Oh yeah, I told her I'm like, be ready. Like, well, yeah. I already had an experience the other day for the first time. Braxton Hicks, that's what they're yeah. called. Uh -huh. Yeah. But I mean, I thought two things. I this thought I was going into labor, or I thought I had the worst case of diarrhea that I don't even know what I ate. <laughs> I looked at Brie and Arnold, we were on a walk and I froze and I'm like, oh my gosh. And it just kept happening that night. I was yeah. actually sore the next day, but I made my eyes water and I'm like, Brie, wait, it's worse than this? Oh, Braxton oh, Hicks, yeah. honey, is nothing. <laughs> I don't even know how. That was painful. I go, the minute yeah. you have a contraction, you're going to be like, I wish this was You'll a know. Say, yeah. say it's a lightning bolt that like strikes your vagina and like comes out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually a perfect way to describe it. Basically. It's just, big, it's, it's like a very primal thing. Like the way you kind of, you know, go through it, but you don't, you don't need to be a superhero. You don't need to be a superhero. I, I labored myself for about 12 hours before I got my epidural, but it was kind of, it got to the point where I was like, I, I got it. I got it. I get it. I don't need to feel this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I, I I'm going it. straight and, in and asking for that epidural. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I went through with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing an epidural. I think this time yeah. I'll walk in and be like, yeah, epidural, please. It's just so I stressed out, too. And yeah. I just really want a vaginal birth. And I don't want to put it under so much stress where I get into an emergency C-section. So that's my goal, hopefully. Right? Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's crazy because because of the COVID-19, I have to say, I feel so bad for, like, people like Nikki, like her first time moms going through mm -hmm. pregnancy because we had to cancel her baby shower. We canceled oh. all of her shoots. Like she has not experienced anything that you could experience yeah. in pregnancy. No fun classes, no high fives, hiking up Camelback Mountain. Yeah. Always talk about. Yeah. Um, nothing. Like it's crazy because I don't even really go out in public that much with like my baby bump. You get so yeah. excited and 
you're just stuck inside. I was like, wow, this is not what I thought. And when I was eight weeks, so I hadn't even announced I was preg- pregnant yet, I got um, influenza B. It was like oh. December 27th, right? Right. And I got a terrible case, which like my family wants me to get tested antibodies because they swear I had like a strand of coronavirus, but I was tested positive for influenza B and they were so afraid I was going to miscarry, but I was in bed 12 days, like paralyzed feeling like oh. my bones have never felt that way in my life. Like I told Brie, I go, I'd rather re-break my neck again than ever get this. Mm-hmm. I was so sick and it affected me for two months. So literally the end of January is when I finally got to leave the house without a mask. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally, when I look back, I was in a mask majority of January. I Me too, couldn't leave I was the taking house. Care of you. I finally was free. Two weeks later, they're like, um, this thing, coronavirus, okay. is you guys probably need to go into quarantine. I was like, so my whole pregnancy pretty much is oh, wow. quarantine. I told Artem earlier, I go, isn't it weird when we look at our 2020 New Year's Eve photo? I was super contagious and had the flu, but he wanted to give me a kiss. So we both had these masks on and we like did a new year. Oh my God. And I'm like, that's freaky. That's my 2020 New Year's Eve photo. You guys, 2020, man. I know. And Uh, it's such a high and we're like, how did it just I know. It's going to be good. You guys are having adorable, healthy babies. It's going to, that's, that's what's going to like, things are looking up for 2020. Yes. Whoa. It's, I think we, I think the world was in a very bad pattern. I think we were boiling and just the lid got taken off. Right. And the shit got flown out. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate that there's a lot of despair and a lot of loss a lot of things but there's also a lot of beautiful things coming out of this too and I think that's what we should focus on and you guys for sure have that and I think as 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 unfortunate as that you have missed out on a lot of this stuff it's also beautiful that you guys are together and you have something so wonderful and positive right now going on in your life right I agree so much yeah and that you're not having to homeschool Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I, I was so like, even though my husband would love to do it, but I'm like, no, you're still traveling. Like, yeah, so it's, I, a, it's no joke. Yeah. I mean, Birdie already asked me about dinosaurs. Like she's obsessed with dinosaurs. So she always wants to go through all the names and Brian's really worked with her. So she knows more dinosaurs than I do. So I mean, it's crazy. At the, yeah. yeah. At this platypus, trionis, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she's like, mama, what's this one? And I was like, um, and I don't know. So I FaceTime Brian and then he said it. I'm like, how do you say that? And then Bertie said it. And I was like, what? I know. Our people are so smart. Like yeah. smarter than us. Yeah. It's are crazy. Many things. Better off. Then they can take care of us later. Honestly, yeah. it's so true. Right? I mean, she knows her solar system better than we do. Well, we are not going to take any more of your guys' precious time. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, It's so nice to see you. Um, Congratulations. You guys, their book is incomparable. Um, Total Bellas on E! every Thursday. Their podcast is the Bellas Podcast. They're amazing and wonderful. Send them all your loving, amazing vibes, mamas. Um, You guys have got this. And we can't wait to see the reveal. And we can't wait to drink drink wine with you next time. We, I know. Yes. So you won't be pregnant anymore, and we could drink your wonderful wine. Oh, my God. so good. You gave us some, and I, like, yes. blown away. We actually oh, have – it's going to be out 
probably the end of August. We're oh, doing a special juice. mommy juice, but it's still the same Chardonnay that you guys tried. Yes. Love like, the label. You have to see it's the label. So Can't it's wait. For all the mamas out there. Yes. Oh, you can, okay. You'll pump and dump it out and you'll drink oh, it. Yes. <laughs> I go, the first thing I need to teach you is how to pump and she's dump it. She's already. Yes, girl. We've already planned a Napa trip in the fall. So she's That's like, great. Oh, so much stuff. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I'll just follow your lead. What Amazing. All I, all I talk about is going to Napa. So I'll see you there. <laughs> yes. honest. Uh, Amazing. Oh. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to leave you guys with a mama said, remember mama said, not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakeway. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are progressive get a quote online at progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving Lacroix, find your favorite flavor and learn more at lacroixwater.com hydrant go to drinkhydrant.com slash mama and use promo code mama for 25 percent off your first order and remember all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode goodbye mamas thanks for listening